Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, gang, and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. By the way, soon to get a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, haircut. Anyway, more of that, never. So we begin today's podcast with the reaction to the Champions League quarterfinal match where Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea beat Porto, would you believe? Well, this was the fallout on my show, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, with, of course, the Chelsea supporting Jason Cundy alongside. And Chelsea on a night where they haven't really covered themselves in glory are going to take a massive step towards the Champions League semi-finals. It's one of those performances you go away in Europe and you've got to make sure you keep a clean sheet. You've got to try and get an away goal. And when you tick both boxes, you kind of come back thinking... You know, that's a very, it's a, it's a professional job, very well done. I thought defensively, we look, you know, when you look what happened at the weekend, it was a really good professional performance. And we, we've gone back to to the way we were before West Brom. Hard to break down, very well organised. I feel a good atmosphere in the dressing room. We are happy, but not too happy. We are excited, but not overexcited. Overall, we, we escaped with a very, very good result. But uh, it's quarter final and uh, we have to keep on going. There uh, will be necessary to have another top performance and top mentality on uh, on next Tuesday. I just don't see Porto scoring three goals. Uh, yes, of course, we, we know it happened before. We know what happened against... Uh, Juventus but I think Chelsea as, as long as their attitude is right they'll keep it tight at the back they'll probably score and, and therefore I think that the tie will be beyond Porto Mason Mount has scored and there is the away goal for Chelsea out of nothing the first good move of the game and Mason Mount on the end of the area Mason's awesome he is a he's a brilliant young footballer and I think a lot of people may look that don't watch enough of him or at Chelsea may just look at sometimes of the hard work and think that's that's what he's got. He has got that plus bags of ability. Some of them don't see it. Some of them can't don't see it. And that's you know, football's about opinions, right? A lot of other rival fans I think probably don't want to see it, would be my guess. But you can't deny what, what he's done. The meteoric rise he's had, going to Vitesse where he won player of the year, went to Derby. Frank played him, Gareth plays him. You know, mm. everyone plays him. He's getting better. We haven't seen the finished dark. He is, he's a Chelsea captain in waiting. I think could be an England captain. Mason Mount, all the haters. I think they're just jealous. I think he's such a talent. What a player. When you talk about who's going to be balloon door people in the next four or five years, I think his name's going to be up there. One of the best players in the world. I could be. If he was on the market tomorrow, Kev, how much would he go for? 
130 million. What you got, Jay? I've got over 100 million. I've got 105 million. I was thinking Declan Rice is round about mm. that kind of yeah, money. I think that's what Chelsea that's would That's probably what it'll go for. Yeah. Chelsea wouldn't. Chelsea can't sell him. Chelsea won't sell him. Bayern Munich beaten at home. It hasn't happened since 2019. But they've lost in the Champions League in the first leg to another sterling away performance from Paris Saint-Germain. The game can hinge on, on little moments in games. And it was as simple as David Alaba not giving the ball out wide on the left-hand side. He tries to switch play with his weaker right foot. He's cut out. And then Bayern are caught far too high up the pitch into Mbappe. And he does the damage. So it hinged on that little moment, that moment, that detail. And uh, look, they didn't quite have enough tonight. Bayern certainly in and around sort of the box. Probably didn't make the most of their corners. Now, Manchester United could end the season as Europa League world champions and Premier League runners-up. But that won't be enough for Bruno Fernandes. In an exclusive interview with White and Jordan, the Portuguese playmaker said a club of United stature must be challenging for every honour. No, it's not, never successful when you win just one trophy at this club, I think. <laughs> uh, you see, in the past, they won a lot of trophies, so it's always successful when you win something. That is important to, to understand, because if we win something, is we, we did something good. But at the same time, as I said before, doesn't matter how many trophies you win, you always have to improve. So doesn't matter if this season we won four, four trophies, and uh, I think we still need to improve. And if this season we we won just the Europa League, we still have to improve. So the most important for us is understanding doesn't matter how many trophies we win, we have to improve every season. Manchester United lead again with 12 minutes to go. And that is out of the top draw from Bruno Fernandes. The impact I have, of course, when I came straight away, I want to make an impact. I, I want to make my best to try to help the team and to improve every day. So I, I, honestly, in the beginning, you never know how we'll end the season or I will I will go the season but of course I'm I'm really really happy for uh, what I'm doing for the club and also for the improvement the club is helping me to have and staying with United here's the gaffer Oli Gunnar Solskjaer speaking to the media ahead of their Europa League game against TV channel Granada yeah they make Coronation Street that one live on TalkSport tonight from 8pm Anyway, the baby-faced assassin is not surprised that their opponents have got as far as they have in this competition. It's unbelievable how much attitude, desire, team spirit, values can, how much that can do for a team, for players. You know, they're very good at, better than most, on the things that don't cost anything. Which is, uh, which is just what I'm talking about. And that's, I mean that as a compliment, because I, I think the value of a team spirit, camaraderie, uh, organisation uh, is so important for a team. And that game, as I mentioned, is live on TalkSport tonight. It kicks off at 8pm. We begin our coverage on TalkSport at 7pm. And staying with the biggest cup competition in world football. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their game against Slavia Prague. He told Ian Moosey Abrahams that this evening's game is make or break for his side. Well, this competition is all or nothing because uh, when you play a tie, you are in or you are out. And we want to be in the semi-finals and we know how important uh, the game is for us. But surely the only way you're going to get into the Champions League now 
will be through winning this competition and, and not through the Premier League. Still, it's mathematically possible. Possible, you have to fight, and there's no other way to do it. We have to be realistic where we are in the league, and it's extremely difficult, but mathematically possible. So you have to stick to that. And what about Pierre Emerick Aubameyang? Does he owe you a really big game? He's been criticised. Uh, by several pundits and critics after the game on Saturday against Liverpool. We rely on every player in the squad uh, to give their best, to be the maximum and perform on the pitch uh, at the level that um, is required at, uh, at this club. Now, Liverpool's 3-1 defeat in Europe to Real Madrid. Oh, sorry, that's so rude of me. Anyway, uh, their defeat to Real Madrid. Oh, I've got remaining partial. Anyway, their defeat to Real Madrid has led to Trent Alexander-Arnold coming under even more scrutiny, would you believe? Daddy Mills has said that he's still learning and Adrian Durham has said that TAA is brilliant when he's got defensive cover. But we kick off this section with Darren Bent on breakfast. Stick it up for TTA. Or is it TAA? Or is it TAT? Anyway, he was sticking up for Trent. You talk about a young man who's played a lot of football at a very, very high level, by the way. And to maintain them standards was always going to be difficult. Now, every young player in a development at some stage has a tough time. We don't need to jump on him and kind of go over the top. Yeah, I understand he had a difficult time last night. And he will become good again. He will come good again because he's got the, he's got the attributes, he's got the attitude to, to do that. But to, to leave him at the Euro squad, I would still take him. Mm. I still think he's one of England's better right backs. Yeah, defensively, we know that he's not great. But there was that question mark labelled at Carl Walker. Defensively, he's out of position a lot. Trent Alexander-Arnold is going to get exposed. And when you transfer that to the England stage, can Gareth Southgate, with the way England set up and the opposition they're likely to face in the latter stages of a tournament, can he trust Trent Alexander-Arnold if that right back position gets exposed mm. and isolated by the opposition. Defensively, I think if you're playing against a Portugal or you're playing against a France and you feel like you're probably going to give up a lot of possession against that team, do you want Trent Alexander-Arnold as right back? I would say no. It's different games. You have different ideas about how you're going to di deal with different opposition. His end product is the best right-footed crosser we've got in the team. But if you expect to play against a team where we're going to be under, under it a little bit, you want someone who's a little bit more secure defensively, and that's mm. where you don't play him. I mean, a year ago, if John Stones had made the error that he'd have made for England, there'd be a pile-on, right? And now there's not. Yeah. Go, okay, John Stones has moved on. And now the, the, the is Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know, he, he yeah. makes a mistake, yeah. vroom, and it's all about what he doesn't do rather than what he does do. Because I thought some of the quality, both defensively and offensively, yeah. he gave yesterday was world-class at yeah. times. Comes back to Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's 2-0 now. He gets caught out positionally. Because he's young, you know, he, he needs to learn that position. This is the first time maybe in his career, very, very short career so far as well, that he's been under this sort of pressure. You know, up till now, everything's been getting better week in, week out. Everything's been good publicity, you know, going through that. So now he's just got to have a little bit of a, a reset, maybe go back to, to basics, you know, and just learn his trade a little bit better. He's a fantastic player and, and he will come good. Now, Rory McIlroy, Lee Westwood and Phil Mickelson have been speaking to the media ahead of the opening day of the Masters at Augusta. We'll hear from Lee and Super Mac shortly, but this is Mickelson and a story about Pavlova at the Champions Dinner, obviously. <laughs> this is going to be so funny. I remember I'll share with you a little, little funny story uh, from Adam Scott's victory. And he had uh, had this wonderful meal, Australian-themed, and... Out comes dessert, and it's pavlova. It's uh, meringue with some fruit and so forth. And I said, no, no, there, you can't Google this stuff because our cell phone, you know, there's no cell phones allowed, right? And I said, oh, uh, pavlova, that's uh, inspired by the 
great Russian ballerina, Anna Pavlova, who was touring through New Zealand, Australia, and the Australian chef was so inspired by her beautiful movement and tutus, she ended up uh, naming, he made, made a dessert after her. Chairman Payne looked at me like, what kind of stuff are you spewing here, you know? And uh, no, no, this is, this is true. You know, Zach, Zach Johnson looks at me and says, I got $100, says that's not right. You know, so everybody's calling me out of my BS. And a lot of times I am BSing. However, <laughs> however, my daughter was a dancer and she wrote a biography on Anna Pavlova. And I made 32 Pavlovas for her class when she was a little girl. And I knew this. And I ended up, you know, being right, which is not often. And I was right on that particular moment. So th some of these moments that goes down in Champions Dinner uh, are, are, are special. And that was, uh, you know, that was cuisine inspired. If I contrast my, you know, the few weeks leading into the 2015 Masters coming off the, the summer in 14 and going for the Grand Slam and my third major in a row and all that. I mean, it's, you know, it feels a little more relaxed this week. Which isn't, yeah, as you said, isn't a bad thing. You know, I'd, like I would have loved to have done it at this point, but I've, I, I realize I've still got plenty more years to, to do it. But yeah, like it's, a, it's you know, if I were able to do it, I'd, I'd join a very small list of, uh, of golfers in history that have been able to do it. So I, I know where it would put me in the game and how cool it would be. And, you know, I would, I would love to do it one day. Like we've said, I'm, I'm 48 in, uh, in a few days' time. And, you know, the, the secret is to tone the, the practice and the training down as, as Thursday comes. So I'm fresh. My legs probably won't take as much as a 20-year-old's legs will take. And uh, this is a physically demanding golf course. So, you know, I have to scale that back. As for expectations, I don't really have any. Um, but I don't have any at any tournaments I turn up to anymore. You know, I just put the preparation in and... Uh, hit it off the first tee, try and find it and, uh, and hit it again. Hopefully get it on the green and have a birdie chance and make a few of those. After that, it's in the lap of the gods, really. Now, on this day in 1996, the former Coventry defender David Boost broke his leg against Manchester United in a game at Old Trafford. He suffered a compound fracture to the tibia and fibia on his right leg, which ended his career. In an interview from Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Boots recalls the time he was recovering in hospital and was visited by a young David Beckham, who had played in the game. So when I was in there, they apparently they stopped Schmeichel and Cantona coming in because they didn't know who they were, and there was a lots of media what, sorry uh, in Manchester. They didn't know who Schmeichel and Cantona were. <laughs> I don't know if that story is true. No, I'm, oh, I'm, you heard uh, Peter and yeah. Uh, I remember uh, Steve Bruce coming down with his son Alex, who was. Yeah. I think it's only about eight years, nine years, maybe a bit older, but mm. obviously knowing, seeing him and playing, you know, up there as well. But the, the, the funny story was uh, Ryan Giggs came to see me. I, 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 after about four or five weeks, I was able to go out to um, a hotel uh, for the weekend and my family would come down and, and, and stuff like that. And Ryan Giggs came and saw me and a few of the youth team lads came and saw me. And then one day I had a phone call, oh, we've got a Manchester United fan downstairs, wants to come up and say hello. I said, oh, yeah, no problem, send him up. And this you know, sort of young-looking lad came up with a baseball cap on, came in, and I went, "Hi, I'm Dave Buse. What's your name?" And he goes, "Oh, well, I'm David Beckham." And I went, "And I went, oh God, I'm so sorry." They just said it was a fan who, you know, down in the lobby, and of course he just got into the, you know, he's not as famous as he was now, so it's not that bad. But uh, I was ninety-six, so he'd, he'd sort of just uh, still pretty big then, on the scene, yeah, that, yeah. Well. you know, and uh, you know, so, so I just went, "Oh my God, sorry, man." I just, they just didn't tell me it was you. They just said it was a fan who'd come up to say hello, and I was just being. You know, That's a sign of the time. Yeah. They recognise Bex. <laughs> yeah. Don't know who Cantona and Schmeichel are. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's it for another podcast. You think a reminder, of course, the biggest cup competition in world football gets underway live on TalkSport tonight from 8pm as the mighty Granada take on Manchester United. We'll be taking calls on the back of that. And, of course, Arsenal are in action as well. All from 10pm on my show, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your pods. I hope you have a wonderful day. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. So until then, do what you've got to do. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.